Jesus said, Let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Every good endeavor is a gift from God. Here on Faith Marketplace Radio, you'll be inspired, equipped, and encouraged in your work as you hear business leaders share how their faith impacts their work. Joining us every Saturday at noon on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. For Faith Marketplace Radio, here are your hosts, Bob Lambert and Jennifer Villarreal. Hey, good Saturday afternoon. Yes, Bob Lambert, the host of Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, and we're Faith Marketplace. We equip individuals, entrepreneurs, small business owners with resources, community to make kingdom impact, to glorify our mighty God while gaining inspiration from marketplace leaders. And boy, we've got two fabulous ones today. Uh, I am the host of the show, but I'm also the owner of the Samurai Business Group. We offer entrepreneurs, individuals, sales, mid-market companies, and their teams advanced business development and sales skills training. Most of our clients report that they have doubled or tripled their rev- top-line revenue within 12 to 18 months. At Samurai Business Group, we put the win back in your sales. And I am so excited to invite it to introduce our first guest today. I had the privilege of being on his podcast, B2B Founder, several months ago. Known uh, Brett for a couple of years. I'd like to introduce you to Brett Trainer. Uh, he has a company called iQuipped and BrettTrainer.com. And we're going to get into that to, to understand what exactly he's doing. Plus, he's a podcaster, so he's got all, st- all kind of stuff going on. Welcome, Brett. Hey, Bob. It's great to be here. It's actually an absolute honor to be here with you on this show. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, well, listen, let's jump into this thing and let's let the folks know what the heck is iQuipped? Yeah, iQuipped was a company that I founded a number of years ago, but kind of rebranded it just about a year ago. And the tagline is really equipping you know business founders to scale and grow their businesses, right? So equip.com was taken. So what was a clever name we could come up with, which is iQuipped. So that's the uh, the venture capital side of the business and the coaching and the consulting side runs through my personal site, which is brettrainer.com. Yeah. Now, what was the inspiration for the B2B founder podcast that you started? You know what? I, when I, I spent almost 30 years, and I'm not too ashamed to say it's now 30 years. It used to be 25, but I crossed into the 30 and spent a lot of time bouncing between enterprise and the startup world and spent you know the last two years in management consulting and just got tired of streaming at the top of the mountain, right? Digital transformation's coming. If you want to grow, you know, the world is changing. And it just wasn't making the impact that I wanted to make. And so I figured if I can't change existing, maybe I can move into the startup world and help the B2B founders, you know, grow and scale their companies. So that was the, the big move that said, hey, if I can help these companies set it up right, help them grow, I can have more of an impact than what I was doing at the, uh, the enterprise level. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, how long ago was it that you founded, that you just started that? That was about a year and a half ago. I've had a okay. kind of a side hustle for the last five years doing it, but then went full-time about a year and a half ago. Okay. <laughs> and how's it going so far? <laughs> it's good, right? And, you know, it's one of those things that I started really broad that said, hey, I want to help all startups, right, scale their businesses. But I found that was everybody, but that was also nobody. And then I kind of <laughs> moved it and targeted more into the B2B space just because of the nuance and the type of the founders that were starting that business that, you know, it was the world I came from. So it's much easier for me to help them because I kind of understand the complexities that they're going to be going through. Yeah. I, I, I chuckle when I saw the quote that you sent us. I, I love this one. Change is inevitable, but growth is optional. 
<laughs> so true. <laughs> yeah, that boy, you and I both are on the same page with that, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I found it from a business and personal, right? I mean, that was one of the things I kind of figured out. You know, we talk a lot better late than never, right? That, hey, right. always be learning. But I really kind of embraced that about three years ago, right? Because I was like, what am I going to do for the next 20 years of my career? I'm viewing this as the second half. And if you would have told me that I was going to start a podcast two years ago and be 100 episodes into it, I would say, no way, right? That's not people that know me like, man, you barely talk on the golf course. You've got a podcast. <laughs> so, right. I mean, the change is coming. It's in front of us. So either we choose to accept it and, and grow with it or you know, it's going to pass us by, we go through the motions. And that was just one of the things I found was, man, if you don't have the passion, life is just too short to go through the motions. So find something that, that really interests and drives you. You might have said it before, but what's, a, what's that target audience that you work with? Yeah, the target audience, most of my founders are between the age of 25 and 40, came from the corporate world, started a company. There was a problem they had at work, just couldn't get a solution to solve it and decided to start a co their own company and, and solve it themselves. And I think that's a big part of it. So that's really the target, right? Because there's business to consumer and you see those folks on Shark Tank and they've got the next great product. And a lot of that, is, I don't wanna say it's simpler because it's not, but to grow, as you know, Bob, in the B2B space, right? There's people process technology and it's just not one dimensional. So there's many different facets to it. So what I wanna do is help these folks that don't come from a sales and marketing background. Give them the best shot to stay out of the corporate world is really what the the high level goal is, right? Yeah, you're absolutely right. And obviously, the B2B is a little bit more complex too. So navigating that sometimes and also maybe longer sales cycles, getting to revenue and all those kind of things. I know that, you know, that we've talked about that. And that's a lot of what you focus on is helping people get over that hump. So um, what... Uh, what, I guess this is an obvious question. What, what problems are you helping them solve? It's really around growth, right? So there's good tech people. I, I know enough to be dangerous, right? Product development. There's people that can do that. This is really around how do I take my product that I've probably sold to the people I know in my network? How do I go reach people that I don't know or don't know me? And unfortunately, most of the, the founders never figure this out, right? They run out of cash before they get to that next level or they burn out or one of the two things. And, and one of the stats that really drives me, and I'll give you two, you know, one out of 10 businesses, startups actually get to a million in revenue and only one out of 100 get to 10 million. And probably for right. another segment, we can talk about why 10 million is so important, but it just opens up a, a world for folks. But I truly believe that it's more of an execution issue getting to those numbers than it is an idea issue. And if we can put some of the processes and methodologies behind that to give them a fighting chance, you know, maybe we can move that from, you know, one out of 100 to five out of 100, right? And, and just improve, improve those odds. You know, one of the things I was intrigued with, you know, when I, we've talked, Brett, is that you have kind of a, a framework and a checklist uh, that you work with called ACES, which I'm assuming is acting for ACES. It so is. <laughs> uh, what is that about? What, what's this framework about? And it, this one turned out to be lucky. You know, sometimes try to, people force the, the words around it to fit, make right. it a nice acronym. This one actually worked. And what I really tried to do is simplify it for, for it's really for any B2B business, no matter what size they are, but to simplify it. Because if you work with the marketing people, that it's nine steps, right? The salespeople have got seven steps. So I really kind of broke it into four key buckets with ACEs, with A being just the alignment, right? Is your messaging 
who you serve, what you serve, and why you serve, are they aligned? And nine times out of 10, when founders are starting, they're not. So you're automatically creating friction in your message, which just makes you have to work twice as hard. So assuming you get the messaging position right, the, the connect is how do I reach people that don't know me, right? I mean, there's multiple channels. Again, this is a challenge to folks. And again, this is a whole other segment. But once you have the right message, how do you reach those people to get your message there? The enable right. is really how do I get them through you know, the process? And too often we look at it from uh, our internal process as a business owner or founder and say, hey, this is what my sales process that leads to the metric. Customers don't care. So I really right. take it on the flip side. What is the buyer's process and how do you get them through that as quickly and efficiently as possible? And post-sale, how do we get them to unlock the value of your service, right? If you don't do that, they may not be with you long. And then the last one is, is support and service, right? Because I believe this is so critical. You're going to make mistakes. There's going to be issues with your product. There's going to be times where the customer has a bad experience. It's how you react in those situations, which could be the difference between success or failure. And many, many long legacy companies, it's an afterthought. So if you can build this in early into the process and say, hey, our priority is customer. We're going to serve that customer first and then you know work backwards. So I, that's why I had that as a standalone. We also could have done it with three, but I like having service and support as a standalone. I love the actor. I love Aces. I think it's great, man. You know, that's really a great way to nail it. Hey, you know, Brett, on the on the faith side of this thing, what do you what do you give God praise for for your business? Just the opportunity, right? You know, you and I have talked offline in the past, and you know, it's. It's, you know, I say better late than never, right? I, I started this journey a long time ago. I, I mentioned I was the first one that went to co college, right, in my family. So really this whole path I've been navigating, not by myself, I've had some friends, but I had no, there was no roadmaps, right? If you come from a family that goes to college, this is what you do. You go to college, you go to work. You, you know, my goal in high school was to be a game warden. Right? <laughs> now here I am talking to you on, you know, on, on the radio about this journey. So I think that's what I'm most thankful for is the opportunity and the continued opportunity to do this, right? I think, you know, what my, my place is still unfolding, right? I, I like to yep. think I've got at least another 20 years to kind of figure it out. But, you know, really the two pieces that I focus on is time, right? We like, we talk about giving time and, and or money yep. and those types of things, but I think we waste so much time and it can be our greatest asset, also our greatest enemy. So I focus and really want people and entrepreneurs that are in this space to succeed so they don't have to go back to that nine to five job that they hate, that they're trying to get off right in that, that place. So that's what really drives me is to give people the choice and give them the time. Because um, I, I forget who told me that, but we can always earn more money, but you can never earn back the time. So You got it. There's 1,466 minutes in a day, buddy. And once it's gone, it's gone. You know, that's it. Uh, I can't believe we're almost all the way through this first segment. This is unbelievable. Hey, but just real quick. Um, how, you know, we've talked about this, Brett, and I know that you, your faith is very personal to you, but how do you really incorporate your faith at, at work? Yeah, I, it is. And it's always been personal. And I always envy people that are very outspoken and very comfortable. It's not that I'm not comfortable. It's just, I wasn't raised, raised that way. So it's, I, you know, I like to lead by example, right? Yep. Do the right thing. You can do things the right way. You can, you don't have to take cor cut corners. And I think in the old way, there's ways people got ahead by doing that. Now, I think by leading, hey, do the right thing, do it the right way, you, you can succeed. Okay. Right. Hey, we're going to be right back with my special guest, Brett Trainer. 
This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back here with my special guest, Brett Trainer. He is the owner and founder of iQuipped and BrettTrainer.com. Uh, also, he has a popular podcast called B2B Founder. And where we left off with Brett, we got we to gotta let you know he's got a giveaway today, folks. He already explained a little bit of his ACES method and his checklist. But Brett, what are we going to offer him today? Yeah, exactly that, Bob. I've got a uh, the framework in a checklist format, right? So it goes into a little bit more detail than, than we are able to, obviously, today, and kind of walks you through the key components of those four boxes, right? The four steps within the process. Okay. And it gives you a better idea of how to think about it. So yeah, the framework will be there available for a download. And also, you know, I'm more than willing to anybody that's interested, you know, schedule a time just to uh, for a call with me. You know, I get professionals in this space that so you can't give away free calls. I'm like, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm happy. If any business owner, founder, or thinking about starting a business wants to have a quick conversation or a conversation, schedule a time with me. I'm more than happy to jump on a call. Now you, they can get out there. They've got, you got a calendar thing where they can put it on there, right? To Correct. Yes. Book time with you. So yes. how do they do that? Where do they go to the website? Yeah. It's just brettrainer.com and there's three T's in the middle and it's an O-R at the end. So just B-R-E-T-T, T-R-A-I-N-O-R.com. Okay. Listen, guys, we want you to text us at 312-210-0603 with the keyword ACES, A-C-E-S, so you can get that download from Brett of uh, this fabulous uh, format that he has and checklist on uh, what ACES means, okay? So get out there and text us at 312-210-0603 with the keyword ACES. By the way, text me too, so I, like, I enjoy getting a message or two, and I got a big bag of goodies over here I got to give away, so just text me and the keyword goodies, okay? G-O-O-D-I-E-S. You know, we'll make sure you get a goodie. Well, Brett, listen, uh, one of the things I wanted to, to uh, do with, with that ACEs and that framework is, uh, as you shared with everybody, there's three things I think that you highlighted that you want to do. That's help them, uh, a startup and you know, business get unstuck. Um, the other thing, no, you, the, uh, this shows them a way to uh, your learning curve, you know, to, to reduce the learning curve. You can scale without raising a lot of money. That one I think would be people would be interested. And the great opportunity for startups is to take a legacy enterprise organization, take them on. So why don't you just, let's get into that a little bit as to what do you mean by all three of these? Reduce the learning curve. Yeah, I think the biggest thing that happens that a founder that's got some success, they've got some momentum. A lot of the time in the early days, the founder is doing the selling, right? Doing the selling, doing a little bit of everything start to get that momentum and then they get stuck. And their initial thought, and if I had a dime for every time I had heard this, was I'm thinking about hiring a sales rep. And that may or may not be the right first step because if you get that hire wrong, it may not be the way to drive the business. And when I say that learning curve, man, if you make a mistake with that hire, you probably won't know it for six months, another three months to make a decision, then you have to start the process over. You've lost 18 months potentially with a really expensive resource. And what I'm trying to do is, look, I've been through the battles with this. I know where, I don't want to say the shortcuts, but I know how to prioritize, you know, different activities and tasks to eliminate that learning curve. It's all great. And I'm all for learning, right? That's how you right. grow, but not when it's your business and it's your money and there's things you can learn from people in the past. So that's the biggest one that I focus on is you don't have to guess, right? There's, uh, we've got a process to help you get through that. 
Okay, so how do you do this without raising money now? Yeah, I'm a, <laughs> or a lot of money. <laughs> what I found, and I, again, I'm newer to the VC space, is there's professional fundraisers and then there's business and founders. And there's both. But sometimes if you're all about just raising the money, you forget to operate the business. You don't have a plan for what you're doing for the money. So I'm a big believer building a good, strong, foundational, profitable business first, then using the cash to you know, fuel growth, right? I think if you look, you know, an example, there was a, a startup I, I worked with not too long ago, man, they raised over, you know, $350 million, but yet their annual revenue is less than 50 million a year. I mean, just do you know how much work they have to do to close that Delta? So I'm all about <laughs> building that scalable growth. Okay. And then uh, how do they take on big enterprise companies, man? <laughs> I mean, digital is the great equalizer, right? We were moving right. that way. B2B has traditionally been more, hey, I've got outside salespeople and phone calls and direct communication. And you know, you, your business, Bob, you know this perfectly well, that it's going to be really hard for some of these large companies that have done business the same way that they started before the digital transformation, which the pandemic has basically shut the door on the traditional way of doing. They're going to have a really hard time transitioning. So if you can build you know, a digital first organization, it's going to be so much cheaper, cost effective, quicker, more nimble, that you're going to be able to take on those those bigger companies that are going to struggle to provide that level of service. And this has been fabulous. I can't, Brett, I want to just thank you so much. Brett's going to be back with us in our last segment, and we're going to roundtable a mystery subject. So stick with us. But right now, I'd like to introduce you to Connor Hillard, he's the director of Young Successful Leaders Forum, better known as YSL. That's uh, part of Pinnacle Forum. And uh, Connor is a young man uh, that is, uh, I think you're down in, in Texas now, aren't you, Connor? Yep, Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas. And I got to tell you something. Why don't you share the quote that you shared with me with a guy that I'm very fond of uh, also? That yeah. was... I believe the only way we can change our culture is to find a way to network our high with, with high influence leaders, inspire them to use their influence for God. And that was by Bill Bright, Dr. Bill Bright, which is uh, a guy that I, I, I really have a fondness for. Uh, Connor, <clears throat> let's get started here with what led you into this whole initiative? Because you haven't, how long has it been now that you started this? Just over a year, year and a couple months. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's when I was introduced to you back when you were doing, you're yeah. starting this thing up. Yeah. So why, why don't you share with our audience, what led you to do this? Yeah, well, that's a great question, Bob. And it's really great to be with you here today. Uh, I was working, I, I graduated from school uh, from university at, at, in 2016 and felt most of my life really the call to be in the political realm. And so after college worked in the political realm for uh, three or four years and um, uh, you know, I just, I, I kept feeling like it wasn't scratching the itch. I've always kind of been a th deep thinker on the country and the direction of the country and uh, what's happening, but also integrating that with my faith. And, and so I was blessed to be raised by a Pinnacle Forum partner. I got to witness firsthand the transformation that took place within my own father's life as a, he's an entrepreneur, community leader. And just see him not only become a, a great leader and step into that role uh, in his business and community, but also as a father and a husband. And so um, I uh, would, had kind of been thinking about, man, I'd love to have something like Pinnacle Forum in my life, but there wasn't that service for young leaders 
that pinnacle form at the time did not offer that. And it's one of those things asking you shall receive. God's got different plans. <laughs> and so God just kind of provided a, an opportunity for Mitch, me to, to pitch the board of directors uh, the idea of, of reaching these kind of mid to late 20s to mid to late, late 30s uh, young leaders who desperately need the, the services that we offer and the ministry that we offer. And so God just kind of opened up some doors and, and, and here I sit today. You know, and I am so thrilled to have you on, Connor. You know that when we talked before, <clears throat> because uh, that's where my heart is today, lifting yeah. up young leaders like you. So what's happened since the inception of this thing almost a year ago when you started it? Yeah, God has just blessed, blessed our socks off uh, in, in a way we, we, we kind of wouldn't even imagine <laughs> a year ago. Pinnacle Forum as a whole has grown exponentially in this last year. We thought, oh, no, here's COVID. You know, people are, are, are you know, this, the world's going to shut down. But we found very rapidly that leaders, particularly uh, folks, were being uh, felt feeling isolated during COVID, and they were desperately hungry to to connect, and not only connect but connect with other peer leaders who understood the burdens that they were going through. And so, uh, particularly these young leaders were seeing a massive push against uh, young people of, of faith in this country. And uh, they were, you know, hungry, looking for that place to say, you know, I just I need to talk to, to, to some peers who, who get what, it, what what's on my heart, the deep things that I'm thinking about. And so we're, we're almost to, to 50 young, successful leader partners uh, within Pinnacle Forum. Uh, when we started a, a year ago, we had none. And so just kind of bringing those folks along and, 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 and using the opportunity that God has given us to, to, to lead the lead leaders. Well, congratulations, Connor. That's a heck of an accomplishment. And I know, and talking to you, how enthusiastic you are that this is just the beginning. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, and of course, being on the show is going to plant a lot of seeds there for you, buddy. <laughs> well, I, I, I know that to be true. Yeah, I, I uh, certainly am going to be on my bully pulpit for you, you know, because this is a, a great initiative across the country. And I think it's something that's been uh, sorely missed, you know, in, in the past. So, um, Listen, uh, the uh, why don't you give us an idea of the the kind of things that um, you know before we run out of time here? Maybe I don't want to get into that just yet, but you know, uh, young successful leaders. What if there was one thing that you would tell me about uh, that you found that most of these leaders are really a- attracted to and are really uh, finding that the engagement with this is really important to them? What, what would that be? Yeah, just just the space to be accountable, the space to be authentic, the, the space to be uh, totally transparent and vulnerable in a, in a fully confidential setting. Um, so oftentimes, you know, you're, you, you're part of a church small group or you may be part of a young men's group that, you know, is business focused or whatever that may be. Uh, to have the opportunity where these are young men and young women uh, uh, and we separate our, our, our forms by sex for, for just for intimacy reasons and, and transparency and accountability and, and all that good stuff is that these these folks are, are, are desperate uh, to really talk about deep things, to share their heart, to really leave that mask that so oftentimes leaders have to put on at the door and just be their full authentic selves uh. and, and talk about things, deep things, whether that's, yeah. you know, cultural issues, whether that's issues, uh, you know, the things that they're wrestling with in their personal lives, uh, whatever, whatever that may be, they're really hungry to, to, to unpack those things that also make a huge impact in, in, in the culture today. Not okay, tomorrow, folks. Not, 30 years, but today. Yeah, well, listen, we're going to be right back with Connor Hillard here for this next section 
to be able to let you know what exactly he's talking about. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're so I'm, I'm so excited. We're back here with Connor Hillard. He is the director of Young Successful Leaders Forums, better known as YSL, a part of Pinnacle Forum, and uh, all the success. I mean, he's gone from zero to 50 young people that are involved in this. But Connor, I'd like to get a little bit deeper here You know, with this. Uh, specifically, what's the market that you serve? What's the age category of these young leaders? Yeah, we, uh, we serve, I would say, kind of mid to late 20s to mid to late 30s. Uh, for a long time, Pinnacle Forum had just kind of service C-suite level folks. Now we serve people uh, in all different aspects. We talk about the mountains of culture, whether that's arts and entertainment, family, uh, education, government, politics, business, whatever that may be. Uh, but folks who are who are leaders have been identified as leaders, have felt the calling of leadership on their life at a at a young age. They may own their own company. They may be in a, you know director of of some uh, ministry. Uh, but they are folks that that you know are rising the ranks, kind of on their pursuit to reach, for lack of a better term, the pinnacle of their calling uh, that God's laid on their life. And so to serve them, give them that 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 place that I have talked about, uh, where they can connect with these other peers who really uh, uh, understand them and know them at, at not only a faith level but but a, a professional level. Uh, so oftentimes, you know, they, they'll, they'll share with me they go to church and there's a small group there and it's made up of awesome Christian people, but they're not all necessarily leaders. And so there's that missing component where they feel like I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about certain things that they're not necessarily thinking about. And so now I can come around and be surrounded by not only fellow believers, but also fellow leaders. So we can talk about leadership and, and, and impact and, and what it means to have that high calling uh, of impact and, and uh, uh, leadership on, on their lives. You know, what I really liked about what you said, too, is offering them a safe space, mm -hmm. because, again, oftentimes because of the stage of life they're in and they're around maybe older professionals or older people, they don't really we, they don't get connected because they, they got different issues, right, that they're really trying to work through. I mean, they're they're starting their careers or they're they're kind of just ramping it up. And so being able to uh, connect with other people like themselves, I would assume that's really very attractive to them. Extremely attractive. Yeah, they're they're. they're I can't tell you how many people I've I've heard that will say I shared things in my form that I've never shared with anybody that I don't share with my best friend with my small group at church, just because they really feel that this truly is a safe space where I can. We have one of our partners talks about the front stage and the backstage. As a leader, you're on the front stage all the time, right? You got the mask right. on. You're you're promoting whatever it is. You're per, you, you have it all together, whether that's in your business, your your church your community, you're supposed to have it all together all the time. And they're like, I can come into my pinnacle form and just be me and yes. just share what's on my heart and know that I, there's that the guys here or the ladies here are, are not going to judge me. They're, they're, they're going to just love me and, and really be able to pour into my life. I, I describe it as like having all your own personal board of directors that they yep. see all, you know, draw an illustration. They see your financial statements, right? There's no hiding right. anything there. There, there is. Uh, it is the true, full picture of who you are as an individual leader. Well, Connor, how does somebody get involved in this in that age category? Absolutely, yeah. They can they can reach out to me directly. 
Uh, my email is Connor, C-O-N-N-O-R dot Hillard, H-I-L-L-A-R-D at pinnacleform.com. Feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn or just go to our website, www.pinnacleform.com. Uh, any one of those avenues, uh, we would I'd love the opportunity to connect with a young leader who's maybe feeling isolated, like they don't have that place out there that they're able to really connect and develop authentic, true relationships. Now, in these forums that you've formed, are these scattered across the country, these 50 people, or are they in a geographic area? Yeah, so just a brief history. Pinnacle Forum was founded uh, in Scottsdale, Arizona by a group of leaders, and they started to meet in conference room and, and uh, at lunchtime. And it started to grow across the country. And we found a lot of success in smaller communities like central Illinois, where people, it was a, a, accessibility to get to somebody's conference room was, was much easier. Uh, with the, the advent of Zoom technology, we've now been able to connect people that are maybe in, in Dallas like me, where it'd be you know, a couple hours for me to go, you know, go drive downtown, get in somebody's conference room, come back, all that, right? Um, with Zoom, we've now really been able to, to connect people from all over. And what that's really allowed for us is is it's number one, it's increased the the confidentiality and transparency because they're like, who do you don't know who I know, right? I can share anything because I don't have to worry right. about anything I say getting shared. And it allows us to really prioritize chemistry over geography. I love that. I love that. Well, let, let, a little bit about this. Let's let's take me back just very briefly. A little bit about your faith walk, and I know you're you grew up here in Illinois, so I'll yeah. give a shout out for Illinois. Yeah, but a uh, little bit about your faith walk. Yeah, born on the prairie for sure. Um, I was uh, born and raised in a small town in central Illinois, um, and just so uniquely blessed. I was lucky where I not only had great parents and a great family, but I had awesome grandparents, awesome great grandparents that just loved and all were followers followers of, of the Lord. Um, and just, you know, we just were extremely close. And so to have the opportunity uh, to, to serve the Lord in this way has been very unique. You know, throughout my life, I, I've never lived a, a perfect life, nor will I ever claim to. There's only one person that ever did that in Christ Jesus. But really, to, 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 uh, to kind of sum up my journey, you know, I was very involved in church and, and junior high and high school and all that good stuff on fire for the Lord. And uh, in college, I went to a Baptist school. Um, and there's been moments of great failure, great, you know, isolation from God, feeling like I was too broken to even go before God. And so to have this opportunity to not only serve him through my work at Pinnacle Form, but be surrounded by other people who are actively hungry to serve him and make a huge impact on his behalf. And that's just iron and sharpen and iron every single day for me. And so uh, my faith has is, is just been so, so in, improved. And I hate to say that that's a, kind of an Americanism that we've got to work at at, at our faith, uh, but God has just brought me more and more closer to Him, and 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 that process that we call sanctification. That's wonderful. Now, listen, I want to get it to our, our listeners out there. He's got a wonderful uh, freebie for everybody today. So why don't you share with them what you're giving away, Connor? Yeah, we we do a podcast uh, weekly called Stewarding Your Influence. It's oftentimes hosted by our our CEO. Um, where we just hear the stories of, of Pinnacle Forum partners. And uh, sometimes it'll be co-interviews and sometimes it'll be for, of forums at large. I did an interview about a month and a half ago, two months ago, uh, of the first YSL forum we ever did and just kind of got their, their story of how, you know, how Pinnacle Forum has been a blessing to them as young leaders, how it's transformed their trajectory in their life and really encouraged and equipped them. 
Um, but uh, our, our, our podcast is an amazing opportunity to hear from some folks that are really just done amazing things for the kingdom of God. So how does somebody connect with that real quick? Yeah, they can go to our website. If you just type in Pinnacle Forum Podcast on Google or it's called Stewarding Your Influence, again, uh, that's a great resource. Connor, I got to tell you, man, I'm so excited about the movement and the growth of this thing. If uh, if you were to take a look at that, where do you think this thing's going to be in a couple of years? Man, I, I you know, I, far be it for me to, to predict <laughs> what God's got in store. I mean, uh, but I, if we continue on this trajectory of you know getting getting in front of these young leaders, that's the obviously the greatest challenge, uh, particularly during COVID, getting in front of enough young leaders to where we're able to to launch launch more forms. And it's not about launching more forms for us, right? It, or getting new partners into Pinnacle Form. It's about transforming these leaders and helping them, particularly at a younger age, identify their their own unique calling. <laughs> so many organizations out there will say, here's what our passion is. Here's what our pursuit is. Uh, if y'all want to come donate and get involved, come along. We we kind of have the opposite of God's got a unique calling on your life. Right. We want to come alongside you and help you figure out that calling. And once you do figure out that calling, develop a bold plan of action to go out there and really engage and execute within the culture in whatever area of the culture God's called you to impact. Yeah, I love it. I, man, I'll tell you, it's like drinking from a fire hose talking to you. It's so wonderful. I wish, you know, and I think Brett would probably echo this, you know, that I wish something like this existed when I was a young professional. Now, I wasn't walking with the Lord, though, so that would have been another issue right there. But, you know, uh, maybe that would have inspired me to walk with the Lord if I knew there was something like that out there. Uh, what do you think is the biggest challenge for these young people today? Oh, gosh, we've got a culture that is increasingly hostile to, to young Christians, I mean, to Christianity in, in general, um, and I won't get into the political aspect of right. things. I mean, we see every day uh, people, you know, uh, really being under attack for their faith, and this kind of is an opportunity for them to have be surrounded by others to know they're not alone right. in that fight, and and to stand firm, be strong and courageous, and and their calling, and 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 to really go out and and do it and go for it, and to see the blessing that if you are persecuted for your faith, if you are come under attack, that is a blessing. I mean, the time mm-hmm. and time again in the Bible where when, when the characters, when, when people are under attack, that's a that's God refining them and blessing them and uh, being willing to, to risk it all for the name of Jesus. I mean, I just, the timidity uh, is, is so often linked with isolation. And, uh, and, and, uh, once you realize that there's other people out there like you that are hungry, like you that really want to make a difference and, and, and glorify God's name, uh, that, that isolation and timidity, timidity seem to fall away. So just in the last minute we got left here, uh, what would be the one thing you want to encourage the listeners to do here today? Yeah. Well, if you've, if you've maybe got a young person that, that may work for you or you work alongside with, or that you attend church with, or maybe it's your son or daughter, maybe it's you as a young person listening to this and feel like you're maybe alone in your leadership journey. And you feel like nobody really truly understands who you are. Pinnacle form is, is a great opportunity for that. And, and, and uh, I think we do it uniquely well, obviously I'm biased <laughs> to have the opportunity to, to connect with these other peer leaders and really just get activated. Uh, in your faith. People that I hear say, this has activated my faith in ways I couldn't even even. Oh man, that doesn't get any better than that, buddy. I'll tell you. Well, uh, stay tuned, folks, because fasten your seatbelts. We're going to have a a, uh, 
roundtable discussion today. And as I said, it's a mystery subject, so you're not going to know. you got to stay tuned to find out what we're going to be talking about, especially with these fabulous guests I have. So we're going to be right back. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back here again with my special guest, Brett Trainer, uh, the founder of iQuipped and BrettTrainer.com, and also Connor Hillard. He's the director of Young Successful Leaders Forums, better known as YSL, a pinnacle forum. And today we're going to roundtable, I told you it was going to be a good one, community. So there's a lot of aspects to that. And so I want to throw it out here to Connor because you're specializing in the young people's community. So, what's your thoughts on what's uh, what what is transpiring as far as community? Yeah, well, uh, obviously COVID uh, has is limited, and uh, praise God, we're starting to slowly come out of uh, of the restrictions. But uh, you know, really limited people's isolation, depression, suicide, all that stuff went way up during COVID. We thought decades ago that or decades or so ago that social media was going to be the you know fix and connect everybody right uh there is number one no replacement from true authentic communication and relationships where people can engage in deep conversation with one another um social media has only exacerbated that isolation feeling that feeling that nobody loves you that nobody's there for you um that's why an organization like pinnacle form i think has been so blessed in the last year as people desperate and hungry for community we're called throughout the Bible time and time again to be in true authentic community with one another. So whatever that looks like, whether that's pinnacle form, whether that's church small group, whether that's uh, Rotary Club, you know, all these institutions that uh, in the past have been failing, I hope I, and I pray and I believe that there's going to be a resurgence of those as people want to come back together and, uh, you know, grow together, connect with one another, understand one another, but also make a difference in the world with one another. You know, Brett, we, uh, during the break, you brought up uh, your daughter, young professional, and, and how she's going into her second season with uh, some, uh, some employment. What's your thoughts on this for, uh, and what you've seen observed with her? Yeah, and it, it just got me thinking, right? Because, you know, we've had long careers. <laughs> I spent a lot of time in the corporate world, and you're with people every single day that are not of your choosing, right? You get along, mm-hmm. and diversity is good and different things. But the one thing that I, I think is going to open up an opportunity with with the pandemic and more work from home and remote, right? You're going to have more opportunity to choose if there's options of who to spend that time with, right? Because you're you've got instead of eight hours a day in the office, you now will have more time. And you know, I think what as Connor was saying, if we can create you know places for folks to be open and authentic and transparent, that's just so lacking today. And even in the work environment, I don't think very many people are. So I do think, you know, I originally looked at this as at a lens through entrepreneurs, right? Getting those folks together to share ideas because nobody really understands what they're going through, but then take that a step further and say, man, think about it from a life journey and faith journey and where am I going? And, you know, who can I talk to about this? And just, again, I hope to see the resurgence of some of these communities and groups and opportunity. And, you know, Connor, kudos to you for, for what you're doing, because I think you're going to see a surge, you know, in folks, you know, hungry for this type of an opportunity. Yeah, and I agree with all that, because I think that, you know, the most the biggest unmet need today is the need to be understood. 
And to your point, how are you going to get understood if you aren't in community with people, right? Uh, like-minded people and so on and so forth. The other thing is lifting up and encouraging you. Now, I'm an in-person kind of guy, and I have been for you know from a relational standpoint. So I hope that there's going to be a hybrid where we can both meet. And I know that probably something you probably will be working towards, Connor, is establishing chapters you know, in community where people can meet physically together because uh, we lose a little bit of that through the digital format. Now, we've been very blessed that we had this, you know, can you imagine what would have happened if we didn't have this uh, forum and this exactly. medium yeah. back a short five or eight years ago, you know? Uh, and so we're blessed to have that. And I think it's going to grow and get even better. But to your point, Brett, also being able to choose, you know, <laughs> how you're connecting and who you're connecting with. And to Connor's point is a safe space, where they can take the mask off, they can be in the back, you know, like you said, front stage, backstage, Connor, which I love that terminology, is be in the backstage and be who they authentically are. Um, Brett, I love what you're talking about, especially locking and combining entrepreneurs uh, together. And I think this is an excellent opportunity as the Lord, you know, commissioned us to go out and create disciples, right? And be disciples and create good, good works. You know, these young people can be salt and light out there in a bigger community, I believe, because that's where the work really is. It's not in a holy huddle. It's about being able to be strengthened and be reassured, but also to be able to take that out in the community. Because oftentimes people go to work on Monday and leave Jesus in the car. They're scared to death to talk about their faith. Amen. So, Connor, how are you helping strengthen people be able to address that within, within your forums? Yeah, well, I, I think the first and foremost is is community, is the relationships that the de- they develop, and 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 just to 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 kind of piggyback off a point I made earlier about that ironing iron sharpening iron to yep. be able to hear the stories of peers going out there and doing it and pushing one another, holding each other accountable. I think so. Oftentimes, when we create communities in small space, we want everybody to just be comfortable. When I I think that Jesus makes us really uncomfortable. As he, and, and, and that we've got to be uncomfortable. And uh, unfortunately, like I said earlier, the, the culture is, is increasingly hostile, but to be willing to, to step out, out in bold faith and know you're not alone and know yep. that uh, a lot of people have got your back. And, uh, and most importantly, Jesus Christ has got your back and uh, he has plans for you to prosper. That, yep. That's the, that's the way to do it. Yep. Brad, how about you? Yeah. I mean, I think, as again, the, the pandemic is, you know, it's the curse, but then I think it does is there's, there's some upside to this, right? The benefit and rediscover potentially what's important to us. And, yeah. you know, the more I study leadership and, and Connor's touched on this is being the authentic self, right? Mm-hmm. I see the, the CEOs and founders and I interview them on the podcast of these high growth companies are no longer a brand, right? It's no longer just I equipped as itself. It stands alone. It's the, it's the founder, it's the CEO, it's the person that's behind that brand or the ones that are succeeding because they are being authentic, they're being true to themselves. And it, it's what's important and what's happening, which I think is going to be important you know, in life, but in the business, is then you're going to get employees you know, behind you that believe in that mission. Uh, no matter how small, how big, we've talked about that, right? You don't have to save the planet, but you got to get people to, to rally behind whatever that mission is that you stand for as, as a leader. And we've been afraid to say what we stand for because we may, might offend one side or the other side and it's going to hurt business. So I'm glad to see it starting slowly, very slowly, but people starting to be themselves and who they are. And it's okay that if you know, you're not targeting everybody. So, you know, again, I tend to, I'm a half full versus half empty. So I'm really looking at the opportunity that's coming out of this and, 
you know, again, I'm, I'm always optimistic. So, yeah. Well, I, I tell you guys, I saw this as a greenfield for Christianity. I mean, we've got an excellent opportunity to really the two greatest commandments, right? Love the Lord, your God and love your neighbor. And I think with what you're doing, Connor, if we can lift these young people up, we can send them out into the marketplace with the love part of it. This is going to be able really to kind of uh, mitigate some of the, uh, you know, the extremes that we're seeing. Uh, if we can come at that with a loving heart and uh, knowing the Lord. The other thing I'm really encouraged by is the values that this will instill in young people. And as they get lifted up and they get strengthened in the values, uh, my belief is that's going to be able to be taken out in the broader context of the marketplace. And again, showing up and walking it because that's what will really impress people. That's what people are looking for. And that's what we're called to do. Work with excellence, you know, show up and, uh, and stand up. So uh, I'm encouraged. I, guys, I could go on for another hour with this. I can't believe we're running out of time. This has been a fabulous interview. I want to thank both of my guests today, Brett Trainer and also Connor Hillard uh, for their wonderful contribution today. I hope you guys will get out there, check out faithmarketplace.com. We got lots of resources out there. We're building some community. Uh, we got some exciting announcements coming up. But go out there and check us out, faithmarketplace.com. And also back here every Saturday, noon to one o'clock here on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. You can listen to us live or you can listen also on the internet. The, the, the broadcast is terrestrial. They broadcast everywhere, all over the world. And then also our podcast. When you get out there on our website, we have all the, uh, the buttons for the podcast that you can listen to. You can download those. So no excuse that you're out in the soccer field that you can't listen to us. We'll be right back next Saturday. Thanks for joining us for Faith Marketplace Radio, here to inspire, equip, and encourage Chicagoland's Christian business community. Faith Marketplace is on every Saturday at noon, right here on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Listen to past shows anytime online at faithmarketplace.com.